Hey guys, just a heads up. This podcast contains adult language and occasionally has adult themes. If you are under the age of 18, you need to click away. No, seriously, if you are a child or someone who's going to be judging me around the dinner table, you need to find another podcast. Thanks. Heyo, welcome. Welcome back. Um, this is Panda Talks. Stupid name. I'm Amanda. I'm Brady. Um, and happy season finale of season two, I guess. Uh... That came fast. Also, I've uh, been pretty pretty shitty on keeping up on the podcast since February, so I guess that's to be expected that there were like, what, seven episodes in season two? I don't know. So. I don't remember. I don't like, either. They, we did it hard for a minute or for a lot for a long time. Yeah, we we did two episodes a week at one point. And then we just kind of stopped. We didn't even really talk about it. We just kind of stopped. I thought we talked about it. I thought I mentioned that my mental health uh, prevented me from having motivation to do it. Also that and working uh, my crazy hours just left me drained. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not working. I need to go back, but that's a whole nother thing. Uh, but we have three kids, and one of them's a newborn. So I just like we were gonna record last night, but I just went to bed at early. <laughs> it was it was nice while it lasted. Well, I mean, I started feeling tired tonight, and I looked at my watch, and it was like ten thirty, and I'm like, holy crap. I honestly wish I was in bed at 9 o'clock every night, but I stay up to spend time with you. It's the only time we get. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, today's episode, I thought, um, I thought it would just be all opinion-based because I didn't know what to, I thought, what can I research for this? Uh, and I didn't think there was anything I could research. And then, uh, Brady, you you put in quite a bit of time researching this episode. You were pretty passionate about it. Way more passionate than me, it seems. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say I put in like a, a lot of time. I just kind of... Well, more time than you have for most other episodes. Well, I just didn't, I felt like there was stuff I was going to say and I didn't want to, like, misquote it or misrepresent it. And I wanted to have facts instead of, like, well, I think this happened. I'm pretty sure this happened, you know. So I just wanted to not sound like an idiot when I'm saying what I'm going to say. I appreciate that. Um, I more just have questions and just observations going into this so i'm i appreciate the work you put in uh so we're gonna be talking about censorship today and yeah i just my big question and this will probably be the title of the episode you know i don't um how how far is too far at what point 
are we taking away our, our freedom, our rights, and at what point are we protecting others? Uh, I don't know, it's just, I, there's a lot, there's a lot going into it, but I guess mostly, I mean, outside of, you know, people being banned off Twitter and even on Facebook, uh, um, where it really hit me is watching TikTok and certain words, not even words, but like actions or items have to be like, I don't know. So like if, if someone's talking and they're talking about pedophiles or sexual abuse or child abuse or something, like the words have to be on the screen written with like different characters. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't read like they might do a dollar sign for an S because they can't put sex, sex on there because it's, against community guidelines, but it's like, well, sexual abuse is an important topic. We should, like, not, uh, of course it can be taken in the wrong way, but it's like, we need to have these discussions to protect people. Um, and where it really chapped my ass was I watch a lot of cooking TikToks and there's been some that are like, trigger warning, there's a knife in this. Or, hey, TikTok keeps taking down my videos because I'm using a knife, so, uh, no knife here, and they'll, like, disguise the knife and be like, no, like, one guy was like, no knife here, just a perfectly normal, um, something cutting the sandwich, like, he had something covering the knife, and that's where I just went, okay, this is getting a little bit ridiculous that we are now to the point where you cannot have a knife on TikTok because it's going to offend someone. It kind of makes me think of that coworker you had that was triggered by your other coworker that had diabetes, so he'd give himself insulin shots and she's like, "Well, I'm a heroin addict." So it triggers me to see him do that. And it's like, "Well, I don't know. I guess it goes back to that rant I kind of regret doing. Like, get the like get the fuck over yourself, like why are you letting past traumas control your life now? I'm getting rambly, so I'm going to pass it off to you, Brady, who did the other, uh, who did all the, the research. But that's just kind of where, what made me want to talk about this topic, among many other things. But this is really the, the part that I went, okay, are we going too far? Well, I mean, I'll just say... To add to your thing, because it just kind of popped up as you said that. I remember watching um, YouTube, and it's it's funny because it correlates with, with this. If people talked about COVID on mm. YouTube, they immediately lost their monetization, which means they can't make any money off of their video if they mention it. So people came up with different ways to say it without saying it. And it's funny because I was going through, I don't know, I think it was on Spotify, actually. I was just looking through our, our podcast to see if, because I, I wanted to say we've talked about censorship. And I know we've like danced around it and done different things with this. But I wanted to make sure we hadn't done a full episode about it and we're just rehashing the same stuff we did back then. And a lot of the episodes, not all of them, but a lot of them say 
COVID-19, click this for information, whatever. And I'm like, is that because, like, if I say it, there's, like, some algorithm that picks it up and says, this person talked about COVID on the on the show. Yes, and if I can add to that, sorry. Um, just some behind the scenes. When I go to edit the details of this episode, there is a little notification that pops up saying you know pay attention to these new community guidelines and it basically says like if you're going to be talking about covid you need to add this link so people can get and it's because you got you had so many people during the pandemic giving out false information that it was such a big problem that tiktok uh yes spotify and i feel like maybe even on YouTube, but they all have these little warnings attached to the episode or the video saying, click here for more information on the COVID-19 um, uh, virus or vaccines or whatever. Mm-hmm. So almost as to be like, this podcast is talking about well, whatever, but here's the true information, which, I mean, I think it's cool that we have resources. Maybe we should have something like that with every episode, like we talk about suicide maybe every um episode that discusses suicide should have like hey click this link if um for more like help with that and you know other things of that nature um but yeah anyways i just wanted to add that that yeah i even thought about that is that i i have a little notification talking about that when i go to edit the episode yeah so i just i don't know i thought that was kind of funny, and uh, I mean, it'll go more into it as we go on with the episode, but yeah, I just kind of thought that was, you know, interesting, is there's something, like, nowadays, it seems like a lot of people can't um, even talk about news, because it's all considered hate speech or whatever, I don't know, some crazy stuff, but yeah, I'll kind of get into... um, my my note my notes my note taking that I did um so I just kind of wanted to get like a a basic into it like so I got the definition of censorship from a couple different different places which believe it or not they're not the same on everything um I'm going to flip all my likes I thought I'd be able to see it better this um, I guess that helps a little bit um I'm still going to turn on my light. Sorry. So, censorship. Uh, I put at the top, censorship, love it or hate it, it's here to stay. Ooh, is that going to be the episode title? I mean, it could, because I'm just like, I don't think it's going anywhere. Like, it's kind of loosened up from like the 70s, 80s, 90s, but it's still... Well, and in a way, it's gotten more, because... Hey, remember 80s where, like, a rated R movie in the 80s is a lot different than a rated R movie now. Well, that's what I mean. It's like, it's gotten a lot. You can get away with a lot more nowadays. You know, there's not as much like The Lost Boys is rated R. And it it does. Say the F word once? No, it doesn't even say the F word. Oh. It's got, the only thing I can think of. Because the Goonies swears ten times as much as the as the Lost Boys, 
But the Lost Boys has that scene where those people are at the campfire and the vampires attack them. And there's one part where one of the vampires bites a dude in his face and blood squirts out. And I'm like... Could it also be the scene on the bridge? Like, do you think that, like... Uh, Maybe. And then maybe at the end when Kiefer Sutherland gets impaled. Yeah. Oh, I guess that, but... Yeah, so, uh... I got this definition of censorship. Um... This one, I just typed it in on Google. It says it's from the Oxford languages. This was the one that I, I guess I agreed with the most. It says, uh, censorship is the suppression or prohibition of any part of a book, film, news, etc. <coughs> excuse me, that are considered obscene, politically unacceptable, or a threat to security. And then I looked up uh, Marion Wig. Webster, because, you know, Webster Dictionary, and they had it as, this is censorship, um, the institution, system, or practice of censoring, so I'm like, oh, that's not very broad, so I looked up what censor, you know, to censor is, censor, according to Merriam-Webster again, is to examine in order to suppress or delete anything considered objectable. So, I I mean, I kind of looked at it and was just like, you know what, it's, everybody knows what it is, but nobody knows, like, the exact definition, but if you ask anybody what it is, it means to, like, change something, you know, or to make something not as offensive. Um, So, I, and then from there, I kind of did my own. I went my own way because I just thought, what What are some big censorship fights that I remember from growing up? Because, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people can point to different things. Mine... I can think of one. What is it? Uh, the nipple at the Super Bowl. Ooh, yeah. That I mean, revolutionized censorship yeah. in my lifetime. <laughs> that I didn't even think about that, but yeah. Um... It's funny because the ones that I went to, you'd think because I'm a dude, it'd be like sex and whatever in movies and stuff. And it's like, no, I went straight to violence. <laughs> that was, th- these are my, these are the two that popped out the most to me that I remember specifically from my childhood. Um, Mortal Kombat. Uh, I did a report on, this was in it. Um, it was on censorship actually in high school i did a i did a report on it um so mortal kombat came out in 1992 it was a video game everybody knows what it is but basically it caused a lot of controversy because they used real people um it was they took pictures of people doing different moves and they used those exact people as the video game characters um and so people thought it was too it was too far because it's too realistic yeah because you know you have like Sub-Zero ripping a dude's head off and his spine's hanging there and Kano rips off a dude, rips out a dude's heart and it's still beating in his hand. And um, I grew up on that game. Like me and McCade played it, not Mortal Kombat 1. I played Mortal Kombat 1 at my friend's house, but my neighbor had Mortal Kombat 2 and we would go over there and play it all the time. Um, but I just kind of wanted to um, touch on this because... It, this is from Wikipedia, but it kind of puts it in um, 
it basically says what I could say, but in a better way. Um, so it's talking about Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat 2, but then it said, however, it sparked much controversy for its depiction of extreme violence and gore using realistic digitized graphics. And along with the home release of Night Trap, which I'm not going to cover, but it's it was a video game that got a lot of flack that you, I've watched people play it on YouTube and it's really not that bad. Did we watch Game Grumps play that? Yeah, we watched Game Grumps was play that the sleepover one? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. And it's... <laughs> it was so stupid. I, it's... I mean, if you played it nowadays, it would probably be rated T, but people freaked out about it. Um, along with the home release of Night Trap, prompted the formation of the Entertainment Software Rating Board, uh, or ESRB, a U.S. government-backed organization that set descriptor ratings for video games. So... This video game, along with Night Trap, basically caused them to say, hey, we need a rating system like we have for movies. Um, but I'm talking about this game for censorship because people got so butthurt about it that um, the original Mortal Kombat, when it came out on the Super Nintendo, the Sega Genesis had everything that was fully uncensored. When it came out for the Super Nintendo, they had to censor it a lot. And instead of, like, if you punch somebody, uppercut them, uh, the blood, they just turned the blood gray. And then instead they said it was sweat. So if you hit somebody, sweat would come out. And I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure they censored all the fatalities. You can probably look it up on YouTube. I probably should have before this, but. Quick question. Did you ever play it in an arcade? Because didn't it originally come out? In arcade form before it was... Yes, I played Mortal Kombat in an ar arcade before. And it's it's the same as the Sega Genesis version. Because I could... Because my argument for censorship... Sorry to interrupt, but just while we're on the topic is... If it was in an arcade setting where, you know, there's going to be a range of people there. Like, you know, children... I could see, yes, censor it. Don't have some guy's spine hanging out. But if someone's going to buy that and take that to their own home, then I, then that's where I'm like, well, why censor it there? Yeah. If you're like, yes, kids can get their hands on it, but if you're selling it to adults and an adult buys it and takes it home and plays it, like, they know what they're getting into. Yeah. Well, I mean, to get to the same... The same idea. I took our kids to an arcade a few weeks ago. And in the corner, not in the corner, like right along the sidewall, they had a game. Oh, what was it? Um, it was one of those zombie shooter games. And it says on the outside, warning, extreme violence, whatever. And I'm like, hey, this is right in an arcade. Like, yeah, it's in a box, but you can kind of like see through the sides and stuff. And I'm, and I'm like, I don't want my kids to play that or watch somebody play that because I don't know if they're, you know, ready for that. Or I know I'll get hit with a million questions, but I'm just like, yeah, I, I mean, I get it. But at the same time, it's my duty as a parent to kind of go like, okay, I'm going to steer you away. Like, I have Mortal Kombat. I have a lot of the Mortal Kombats. And I don't play them with my kids. Like, some people would totally play them with their kids. I understand that's their parenting. Um, but I just feel like my kids aren't quite to the point where they can differentiate between them. Because we'll be watching, um, you know, we were watching a TV show today where a giant floating eyeball was 
turning people into zombies and it was almost too much for my five-year-old she's like this dude's scary these people aren't going to be okay and i'm like it's a tv show the next episode all of the people are going to be back to normal but in her mind it's like oh there's too much i can't you know I don't want to watch people getting turned into we zombies. We can't cause even it... watch the Mickey Mouse episode where Goofy's a zombie without her going, what happened to Goofy? What happened to yeah. Goofy? Like, for her, she can't. She has a hard time separating that, like, this is a media, which she probably gets that from me because when I'm watching a movie, I get way too invested in movies. And so, you know, she might get that from me, but she just has a hard time separating herself. From like, this is pretend and this is real, whatever. Um, so I don't need to deal with that. Um, so moving on, the other one that I remember from my childhood, this was this was huge. But maybe it was just huge to me because I was an 18-year-old um, punk kid. And I just remember thinking, this is bullshit and blah, 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 blah. So the, this game came out in... The United States of America in 2007, called Manhunt 2. So, this game caused so much controversy. Like, just if, if you're in the video game sphere, um, it was developed in London, and the people of London were really pissed off because Manhunt 1 had come out, and this kid that was super obsessed with Manhunt 1 had killed another kid with a hammer. Or something. It was he, he was bludgeoned to death, and it made it sound like it was a hammer. And they're like, "You can do that in this video game." And he played that video game, so it's this video game's fault. And then they announced Manhunt Two, and they're like, "Why would you make a number two? This video game caused this kid to uh, to kill another kid." Is and... that the first time video games are blamed for violence? No. Oh. Um, pretty sure Mortal Kombat got blamed. Um. They might have been blamed during Columbine. I know the Matrix got blamed because the kids that shot up Columbine dressed like the Matrix. So, and they blamed Matrix, Marilyn Manson, and I'm sure they blamed Grand Theft Auto. Because Grand Theft Auto has been blamed a million times. So I think it just goes back to the argument of like every serial killer, serial rapist has at one point had a porn addiction. And so everyone's like, oh, porn creates serial killers. But if you look at the percentage of men alone that look at porn, we'd have a lot more serial killers and serial rapists on our hands. It's just yeah. one of those needless statistics that it's like... Yeah, I mean... Just comes into, like, yeah. I work at a coal mine, so like 90% of those people are probably serial killers. If that was the... Well, and the deciding factor. I listen to a podcast, a true crime podcast, and he loves to point out when the murderer had an he liked anime, liked to watch anime and read manga. And I'm like, well, if every, like, I know so many people. Obviously, I'm one of those people that read manga, and watch anime, and I've never had a thought to kill anyone. Yeah. Like I don't have that drive or that desire. Like. It's just a statistic that has nothing to do with anything. It's just like that one individual liked well, this one thing that other people are And into. I've played like almost all these games that cause people to commit violence. I've played the Grand Theft Autos and I've played all the Mortal Kombats and I've played Call of Duty. You know, I've played all the all the violent games and I've never had an act of violence towards another person that wasn't like... Outside of Road Rage. Well, 
I mean, I've never acted. <laughs> I can yell at people in my car. That's not hurting anybody. And threaten your driving gun. I've never. I don't have a driving gun. Yeah, but you want one. <laughs> I don't want a driving gun. That's, <laughs> a, that's a felony. How come? Oh, oh, okay. Off air. Off air. You, Off air. You, you want a driving gun, but you on air you don't. No comment. <laughs> uh, I like to be safe. Um, but yeah, so this game, it caused huge controversy, um, because of that first thing. And this game was basically, so the point of it is like, you're a dude, you wake up with amnesia and I can't remember, I never played it. I never played this game. So I guess I haven't played all of the, you know, you've played a good majority. Uh, so this game. You wake up, you have amnesia, and you have to, like, fight your way through the world or something, and you can execute people, and the executions are super brutal. Um, so this game um, was... People were already flipping out about it. There was all these politics, like, we need to stop this game, we need to stop these violent video games, and blah, blah, blah. So everybody was up in arms about this. Um, they finished the game, they sent it to to get raided. They sent it to the ratings boards. They have one in, um, what's it called? There's one in uh, the UK called like, I I want to say it's like the BB something C. It's not like the BBC, but um, the BBFC. Um, so basically, this this game was announced, uh, got finished, sent to the ratings boards. Um, the BBFC refused to rate it. They just said it's too violent. Um, it's out of control, too much. Can't we're not even gonna dignify this with a rating. Um, and then they were like, Oh, that's too bad. Like we worked really hard on this. We don't think it's too bad. And then Rockstar helped with it, and Rockstar are the people that made Grand Theft Auto. Um, and so anyways, right after that happened, America came out and said they're rating it uh AO which is adults only, which basically in America pre like computer being able to buy anything was a death sentence. So it's like nobody would, Walmart wouldn't hold it. None of the big companies would put it out. Nintendo wouldn't put it on their platforms. Microsoft or um, PlayStation wouldn't put it on their platforms. So basically this game was dead in the water. And then they decided to heavily censor it. So they removed a lot of the executions you could do. Um, whenever you executed somebody, the screen would go blurry. Um, so you couldn't fully see the execution. Um, you can kind of get the idea of what was happening. Um, and yeah, they just removed a lot of the executions and put put on the, the made the screen blurry. Um, and then they basically decided... Um, so America gave it an M rating. They took it from adults only to M, which caused a lot of people to freak out. They're like, this game was so bad. How can you rate it M? And they're like, well, they, we asked them to censor it and they censored it. And the BBFC gave the one in the UK um, an 18 plus rating, which is basically their M rating. And... They released it a full year after. So this game got released in 2007 in America, 2008 in the uh, United Kingdom. And then there's a lot of countries that just flat would not because of the controversy with it. So these countries banned it. So it was banned in Germany, Malaysia, New Zealand, and South Korea. 
and they're just like, we're not going to do it. Um, it was also banned in, well, so the first one got banned in Australia, so they didn't even try to get the second one to go through in Australia. Um, but yeah, it's, and now you can get it uncensored on the computer if you really feel like it. Like you can go to lots of different websites and buy it and play it and whatever. Um, but basically the uncensored version is rated adults only. And I'm like, all right, I, I mean, I've never been tempted to like, I need to go buy this, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. I just never, I never played the first one. It just never really appealed to me. But at the same time, I'm like, where do I stand on that? Do I, um, my thought process with the whole thing, I'll get more into it in the next, the next bit. Um, cause I kind of have a whole second half, but I'll just kind of end the first half with this is like, so a lot of people got pissed at video games. So video games, when they were making the rating system and they were coming out with all this stuff, a lot of people went, there's a lot of like court hearings and trials and people saying, we should do this or we should do that or we should, you know, whatever. And, um, this dude shows up and he's not really a known dude. His name is Stanley. <laughs> he, he shows up and he is like, Hey, video games are art and just puts on this huge thing. Cause he's, you know, he's not really nobody. He's Stanley, the famous comic book guy. And so he was, he fought for like comic books when they were like, people were pissed off at comic books cause comic books were pushing the envelope and doing bad things and whatever. And it's like, this is a form of art. Like you can't. Like, it's, it's, it's just got to be, it's expression. It's all 100% expression. Um, so I just thought that was kind of a cool thing as he showed up and he was like, no, video games are art. And which brings me to my next point that I'll talk about. The next one is like, what is art? You know, like, what would we consider art? Well, I feel like you brought up a really good point, and I'm just going to diminish it immediately. I heard this quote somewhere, and it really does stick with you. Um, and it's like, all art is porn, but not all porn is art. Am I saying that right? But yeah. I don't know. That anyways, like... you're going into art and how... Um... I just think, because, like, uh, let's talk about probably one of the earlier censorships uh the crusades and they found the greek statues and the roman statues of the god and what they do well nudity was a sin so they lobbed off all their all their penises and boobies and did they i don't know i know for sure they whacked off the members <laughs> and there you go like a bunch of uh <laughs> Just, you said it. I know. I'm so tired. It took me a minute. <laughs> they ruined a bunch of like art because it was in their minds uh, inappropriate. Yeah. But you know, nowadays you're like, well, it's art. There's, you know. Yeah. I mean, and we'll get into this debate more in a minute because there's a lot of stuff that you know needs to be said about it, but. I just got a couple more definitions. Um, so uh, I got artistic expression 
Um, an artistic expression basically is a type of speech protected under the First Amendment. That is artistic uh, expression. And the First Amendment, as we all know, is freedom of speech. And so freedom of speech, the definition... Um, I got this one from uh, the Oxford Languages too because I like their definition of censorship a lot more than anywhere else. So I took their definition of freedom of speech and it was the right to express any opinions without censorship or restraint. And so that itself is kind of a double-edged sword, you know, because you can get the people that are going to express their opinions there even if they're like completely wrong they have the right to have their opinion you know people have the right to their own opinion um well we're i have something to add after you finish your thought well it's just like anybody can have an opinion even if they're not right it's kind of like we we've said it because we have a lot of people that we associate with whether it's family or whether it's friends that have a lot of um opinions that don't necessarily line up with our opinions but yeah it's it's basically at the end of the day it's like i have my opinion you have your opinion and it's like you are allowed to have that it's not anywhere in my ability to take that from you like yes i do not have to like your opinion but that doesn't mean i'm gonna go and stop you from telling your opinion to people well is that you wiggling What's my arm on there? Oh, okay. Um, that leads, yeah, that leads into my, one of my, um, thoughts about the whole censorship thing. And I feel a yawn coming on. Holy crap, this is worse timing. Why now? Why not when Birdie was talking? Anyway, um, cause I'm, I'm an independent. And I've also heard that referred to as a liberal, but I've also heard liberal as referred to as the far left i don't know i'm an independent and i think what's right for one is right for like if one person gets the right we all get the right and i know that gets into some tricky territory because um as much as i want everyone to have freedom of speech that doesn't mean i'm happy about any hate speech that might be happening on facebook you know and I'm not happy about, like, uh, it's really funny because before the pandemic, before the anti-vaxxers of the COVID-19 shot were a thing, does anyone else remember, like, the OG anti-vaxxers? I'm not going to give my kid the polio shot because they might get seizures, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I hated them talking on the internet and spreading false information, it was their right to do so. And, yeah, it's devastating when, like, one, I mean, because the whole, how that anti-vax movement started was one guy bullshitted some documents saying vaccines lead to autism that he later even redacted himself, but enough people read it and believed it that now that's the thing. Autism, Down syndrome, I can't remember, but um, that's what led it. And even though it's stupid and now like, not just other people's kids, but my own kids are in danger because of this, like, stupid claim. Like, I don't think it's right that Mark Zuckerberg has to go through and, like, shut down every word that comes out that's not true or or create bots to do so. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think me as an adult, as a parent, if I read something like that on the internet, then it's my responsibility to do that research to see if it's true or false and not believe everything. I know not everyone's going to do that, but I mean, even going back to like hate speech, like I don't like that there's groups on Facebook made to hate other individuals and like it's being used for evil to like, hey, let's meet up and do, you know, protests on this day or whatever, or like, you know, a former president can come out and tweet something that can start a huge riot, you know, like, that stuff is awful, but when they took Twitter away from Trump, I thought, is that going too far? Like, what he did is awful, I'm not, I'm not condoning it in any way, but is taking Twitter away from him and everyone else who got Twitter taken away from them during the whole 2020 year, like, was that taking it a step too far? Is that going in the wrong direction? Are we going to eventually, and I know you're leading into this, head into a Fahrenheit 451 situation? You know, where, like, I just want to know where the line is. I'm not saying that what they did was right, but is taking away their right, even though they're in the wrong, is taking that away just a step too far? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, it's hard. Like, if he broke the rules, like, I don't know why he lost it, because I don't follow politics at all. It's basically because he said, let's storm the Capitol. But he didn't say it blatantly. Maybe he did. I didn't read the tweets. Oh. They're deleted now. But he incited a riot through Twitter. Okay. From, yeah. Then if that breaks the rules and they kicked him off for it, then, you know, if if you, if you break the rules, get kicked off then you know it is what it is but it's i don't know it's it's one of those things where you're like how far is too far like so kind of talking about i'll I'll talk about movies for a minute and i'm like okay so there's certain movies and it's kind of funny because we i was listening to um seth rogan talk about uh what was it called this is the end and so he was saying basically when they make a movie is they make a really raunchy cut of the movie because they want to keep certain things in. So they'll throw certain extra things in that are like pushing it too far. And then the movie board will be like, if you take out like this, this, then you're good because they'll like keep a bad joke in that's naughty. But then they'll throw something in there that's way worse that makes it not seem that bad. And they're like, okay, take this thing out. So he's learned how to manipulate the system. Yeah. So people learn how to manipulate the system, but then they, he was saying they were making, this is the end. And they threw in a bunch of like demon dicks, you know, if you've seen the movie, um, because they fully expected them to be like, okay, just take the demon dicks out and then you're, you're good. And they were just like past it and they didn't even ask them to take it out. And they're like, whoa, okay. And so I'm like, okay. Cause I know there's been, Movies in the past that have had, you know, either gratuitous nudity and usually like it's more of a non-American thing because I feel like Americans are more prudish when it comes to nudity. And, you know, it's usually in America, if you go too far with nudity, they they, you know, stop you right there. And in other countries, they're like, 
Oh, it's natural. What are you talking about? This is just normal. We can we can show this. Whatever. It's totally fine. Um, but in America, we're like super comfortable with showing ultraviolet stuff. But then other countries will see it and be like, this? What? You guys are showing this on TV? Like, we would never show this on TV. That is funny, isn't it? We are more comfortable seeing brains, brain matter exposed, but a nipple... A woman's nipple is pushing it too damn yeah. far. I mean... Which is something... I don't know. Yeah. But you know how I am with human anatomy. I think it's something to not be shamed. And hidden, it should be something that we are open and talk about. Yeah, like, it's it's hard to, I guess, get around. Because you kind of look at it and go, okay, you have to make the decision for your family, I feel. Like, my mom... We weren't, or at least the younger kids. I don't know if my older siblings were. I wasn't allowed to watch that the part in Titanic where she's naked. You know? I didn't know that existed until I was an adult. And I was like, oh man. Holy crap. I had no idea. Um, and my mom did not give a shit. I watched a lot of rated R movies. And I know we discussed Titanic's not rated R. But... I watched Ghost in the Darkness, one of my favorite shows. That's pretty violent. Um, the Quick and the Dead. Is that what that one is? I can't remember. Quick and the Dead is one with like Leo DiCaprio and sh- they shoot guns in the town square. It's like Gene Hackman. Yeah, I watched that. I, there's this one that I watched where it was a woman. Yeah. Yeah, and she shot her dad in the fucking head. That haunts me still. That is such a sad scene. Holy shit, I can't believe my mom let me watch that. That is traumatizing. Well, it's like, and I feel like you have to decide for your kids, you know? Because I'm like, where how I feel about R-rated movies is probably different than my parents felt about R-rated movies. Because I'm like, I grew up watching them in secret, you know? Like. Well, and that's why my mom let me watch them. Because she figured I'll either do it in secret or I'll do it at a friend's house, so might as well just... Yeah, like, we watched it at friend's house. Um, we had a friend whose grandparent would rent us movies, and he wouldn't look at the ratings, because he was 90, or he was a pretty old guy. He didn't know what the hell ratings were. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't worry about it, so we were renting, like, crazy movies, and we'd watch them, and we were just like, holy crap, these are nuts. Um, but we would do that, and then I'm like, okay, so where do I draw the line? Well, like, if it's my kids, like, I know this is getting off the topic of censorship, but it's kind of a, you know, a real life conversation. Is like, where do I draw the line with my kids? If I watch a movie and, because right now I don't think I'd show my kids R-rated movies just because we're, we're I'm going to be blunt. Our, my kids have a, a real problem with swearing and I'm trying to curb it. And so I feel like if I let them watch YouTube or if I let them watch an R-rated movie that says, you know, the F word a lot, then they'll be a lot more comfortable seeing the F word. Whereas right now we're trying to cut back on the swear words because she's in elementary school and we're like, okay, we can't have, we don't want this because you can't say that at school. You can't say that around other kids because we live in a very conservative area and not everybody's parents are going to be as lenient. I do try to explain to her when we watch or listen to media with swears is just because other people say it doesn't mean that we say it. Because I'm not 
ignorant enough to be like, I can shelter her from this forever. I know she's going to hear it. She's going to hear it in junior high. So, And I feel like when you tell somebody they can't say something, they'll say it a lot more behind. Well, that's why I don't say you can't say it. I say doesn't mean we should. Yeah. You know, I try to explain they're not nice words. They're not appropriate. I like your approach of you don't sound intelligent when you use these words. Well, it, and it hit me again because I always have that ideas like i'm like oh swear words are fine it is what it is no big deal um and then i work with people it always happens at a job where i work with people that don't know any other word and so it's like i'm at a right now i work at a coal mine and i'm like you know everybody's really comfortable saying the f word no big deal and you know i'll throw it in there every once in a while but then there's certain people who run into that's like literally can't go a sentence without throwing it in there like, this one dude literally is, like, every other word. He's like, so I effing went down to this effing place, and I was effing down there, and this effing guy comes effing walking up. And I'm just like, you sound like a moron. Like, he probably is just like, this is just how I talk. And to me, I'm like, you sound like you didn't make it through, like, seventh grade. Like, you sound like you never made it to find out what a th- thesaurus is or made it to you know ninth and tenth grade english where they have you write papers um you know but teach their own if that's how that guy wants to talk totally fine no big deal but for me i'm like no i know a lot more words like it's it's stupid to me but at the same time you know that guy his kids probably talk like that i don't know maybe he doesn't i have friends that swear like sailors but then you get them around their families and they're just like it's like a switch turns off. And they're like, nope, can't say it around my kids. Can't say it around my wife. She'll hate it. Um, but back to the movies, I'm like, what I, where would I draw my line? Would I be like, because right now I'm kind of like, I don't care about swear words. I'm not, you know, um, I don't want my kids to be swearing, whatever. But if they watched an R-rated movie that said the F word a couple times, probably wouldn't care. Um where Did I'm you at, just say that you were trying to curb swearing, so you're not letting yeah. them watch? Well, no. I mean, if it was like two or three, yeah. I'm like, if it was like Jane, Silent Bob, I'm not going to let my kid watch that. But if it's like, you know, Christmas Vacation where it throws it in there once, you know, I'm it's going to be like, all right, he's going to say this, so, you know, you don't have to. Um, but it's like, I wouldn't let my kid watch like Deadpool, you know. Whereas, like, he's cutting people in half all the time and doing all that stuff. Like, my kids aren't really ready for that. Maybe when they're, like, teenagers, whatever, they can make their own decisions, but... Poseidon's another movie my mom let me watch young, and that also terrified me. Is that rated R? Is that the one about the boat that flips upside down? Yeah, and the very first scene... Wait, is that the one about the float that flips upside down? The very first scene... No, Ghost Ship. Ghost ship and the very oh, yeah. first ghost scene ship, yeah. is like a wire comes loose and decapitates everyone. Mm-hmm. And the captain was dancing with the little girl and he ducked down to protect her. So she looks up and his face is like sawed in half. Yeah. But that brings me, I wasn't going to go on this topic, but that just reminds me. Um, do you think we're okay with gore? Because once upon a time we were just exposed to that shit as humans Story time. When my great-grandfather was a little teeny bopper in Orderville, Utah, they went on an elementary school field trip to, I think, Zion National Park? Cannot remember. Uh, But they had these cables running up 
for uh like the miners going up the mountain so you could like run things up and down mm -hmm. and the kids were playing on it and the principal came over and said hey kids don't play with those wires and the wire snapped and decapitated the principal and they had to put that guy on the bus just on the ground of the bus and drive him and all the children back to orderville they had to drive next to their decapitated principal that's like messed up yeah. that's traumatizing that's a, like kind of similar to the movie i just referenced so do you think that's why we're like oh violence happens but nipples cover them up we're mormon we can't I, look at those i don't know like because i want to say it's a mormon thing like oh no nudity but then i'm like no the whole mm. the whole country like when janet jackson's titty popped out of it was like oh my gosh what the hell I can't believe our kids saw this. Can't put that on TV. They've never seen nipples yeah, before. They don't like, have their own. They don't have parents. You know? I don't know. Alright, so... I have one last thought I want to bring up. And then I'll be done. And I know this is something I'm pretty sure we've brought up before. But going back to the podcast and the little warning that's on all the stickers on Spotify saying like... For better information, follow this link. Let's go back to the original source of why those are up. The Joe Rogan controversy. Who else was pissed about this? And this is another reason that I'm like, I just think we're going too far with censorship. Because if you don't know, I'm sure you know because it's McCabe listening and McCabe listens to Joe Rogan. But he had a guy come on that just said... The COVID-19s... I don't know the whole story. I think he said it was fake and the vaccines are bullshit. I don't know. Basically went against everything we had been told. And people freaked out. They were up in arms saying that he was spreading misinformation. Everything was a lie and it was bad. And there was talk of either demonetizing or taking away Joe Rogan's show altogether. And it just made me so angry just for the fact that, like... I know where Joe Rogan stands, but at what point, and this has happened to other podcasts too, other hosts, at what point, like, you have a a guest there spout, spouting information, if, let's say you don't agree with it, like, are you an asshole that says, like, hey, shut the fuck up and get off my show? But then you don't have a show for a week, so do you just sit there and you just politely let them talk? Um... I don't know. I guess I... I just kind of, like, think it's annoying that, like, a guest comes on. It's not even this guest show. He is the guest on the show. And he says things, and that whole show is damned now. Because of this one asshole's opinion, you know? Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know. I'm not really going anywhere. I told you, mine's all opinion-based. Mostly just questions and observations. That I'm just wondering is... If one person comes on and has the opinion that I think th this was a pandemic and everything about it's fake. Yeah. Is saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. We're going to take away your show for saying this. Is that like, is it just an opinion? You know, I know a lot of people that think it was a pandemic. I personally think the virus wasn't fake. I think it was a real virus. You know, where'd it come from? I don't fucking know. But like. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm talking in circles, but I'm just 
coming back, how far is too far? Where's the line in the sand? Well, and I think it... I feel like people take it too too far to an extreme. I'm like, why couldn't we just... If you're going to have somebody on, just preface the show because you're... I don't know how many people record them live, but usually you record it and then you put it out. How hard would it be to be like, hey, this person has opinions that might upset people. Just put that out there beforehand. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. But for some reason, people can't handle that. You can't put out a thing that says, hey, this might hurt your feelings. Well, and so the other podcast I was referring to was, it was, uh, I always get it wrong, Beyond the Darkness podcast. Right? I don't know. I don't uh, listen to it anymore. I don't support it. They no. got a divorce and it was ugly. I think it's just Darkness Radio now, but yeah. But um, the host of the show, Tim Dennis, was interviewing a, a lawyer or an attorney or something. I don't know, stupid. No, a psychologist. Some bitch that needs her license taken away. That's all I'm going to say. About the Glenn Maxwell case. And this freaking... Bitch was victim blaming and I couldn't believe it and my jaw dropped and what he did was he let her finish I couldn't even finish the episode. I was so disgusted So I made the decision just turn it off and not listen because that's what I do when I get offended and I didn't write him a nasty email because who the hell cares like, you know, Mm -hmm. and then he came out the next week and said well, I decided to hear the other side her opinion and like hear what why people would victim blame and like what their thought process was and um he came out a week later and said that and i would have loved if he would have before the show said hey this woman i'm interviewing does have opinions that may offend you and instead of being an asshole and kicking her off my show i decided to just be polite and just let her speak you know her her thoughts and get it all out there that would have been nice. I I but, think yeah. he actually did like retroactively because so many people wrote in and were like, I can't believe you let this person talk for that long and blah, blah, blah. I think he said he went back and put in a pre, pre thing before the show starts to be like, hey, just so you know, this person okay. is going to say this stuff. I wasn't there when I first listened. So yeah. I think it was like a couple weeks later. Yeah, that um, one, I, I like to say I don't really get offended, but that one truly, truly made me angry. Yeah, that was disgusting. Um, But yeah, it's I feel like people don't want to take responsibility for their own emotions. People just want to be like, I'm going to let you know that you offended me instead of me being like, well, that was annoying. I'm out. I'm mad and it's your fault. Yeah, it's your fault that you hurt my feelings. Whereas... You know, it shouldn't be that way. It should be like, you're responsible for how you feel. If you get, if you get offended, like, yeah, that sucks that you got offended, but you're the one choosing to be offended because there's somebody else that's listening to this, the exact same as you. And they just said, oh, well, I'm done. I'm, I'm not going to let this ruin my day. I'm not going to write an email. You know, like you said, you just turned it off, moved on with your life. Whereas these other people like flipped out, wrote crazy letters and stuff and that's their that's their um you know their prerogative they get to do what they want but with me and you i know specifically we're under the impression that it's like it's your opinion 
I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to like it, but I don't have to agree with it. You know? Yeah. So I put two more things on the bottom of this, and these are just kind of... Um, or no, it was, it was a couple more things, not two. Um, but just things that we've kind of talked about in the past, but I'm going to just reiterate them a little bit. So I put on here Fahrenheit 451, like you mentioned. Um, if you have a chance, read it. So good. It's really good. Um, I remember being afraid of it as a kid, to be honest with you, because uh, they had a Boy Meets World episode that was basically they made... They rounded up the the teachers were like you're not allowed to read this book and they rounded up all of the books, and they were gonna burn them and then one of the students took the book and read it and was like, everybody needs to read this book and so it's basically the idea from the movie they used as a TV episode and that was how they used it to explain it. But I remember as a kid thinking, man, man, this book is really naughty. Like, why did they ban it? I never. Uh... I never watched Boy Meets World, but they did that a lot with that show, didn't they? Yeah. Because they, I remember something similar with the, the Diary of Anne Frank. Yeah, so. they, they'd kind of do that and just slip it in there. But as kids, you didn't understand it. But yeah, so this book, um, they have a movie about it. Um, it's on HBO. Well, they have a, a ton, but they, re, they made it recently. And it stars Michael B. Jordan. And he's the main character. And... He, um, so basically the book is about firemen and in the future, firemen are people who burn books. So they just go from not door to door because most people don't have books in the future, but they've people, certain people are hoarding books. They find them, burn them down, take the people to jail. Um, the one guy starts having doubts. The one, the other guy gives him a book to read and he's like, Hey, read this. Um, and then burn it. And he's like, you're going to understand. Like, everybody gets curious. Just read a book. Then burn it. And we'll be all good. So he reads the book. Realizes what they're doing is completely wrong. So he's like, no, I don't want to do this. But it's basically the whole book is about, like, why you can't have a, a huge government censorship. Because people need to have their own opinions. And people need to be able to make their own decisions. Even if the decisions aren't the right decisions. Um, oh. And that when was that book written? That was like in the it was like in the fifties, forties or fifties. Yeah, it's super old. But... It was scary how similar that book was to today. I mean, he invented freaking like flat screen. Well, he made it sound like the walls, yeah, the whole were wall. moving pictures. But like that could be a flat screen TV, or it could be a projector, like Michael. or a projector. He's got a wall that's a TV because of because of a projector. But... Um, and they had earbuds, earpods. Are freaking in there and like just the damn opinion of well who are you voting for well i'm voting for this person because that's who my husband says to vote for i that is the exact same conversation i've had with a family member well i vote for this person because that's who my husband tells me to vote for yeah like it's so scary how similar it is to today's events good but scary yeah i also think the year was like not too far off from us, was yeah, it? Yeah, I don't remember, but it wasn't too far in the future. Um, but yeah, that one, I have it on Audible because I, I wanted to listen to it. I think it's Ray Bradbury that wrote that one. Or not. I will say I'm grateful I listened to it because there are parts where he goes off in this descriptive uh, tangent where you're just like, what the 
fuck is going on? If you've seen that meme. Yeah. So I was going to hurry and look up because I'm, I'm 90% sure that it's Ray Bradbury, but I wanted to. Yeah, so it's Ray Bradbury. Um, super good. Like I said, you can get it on Audible. I want to say I got it up for like a two-for-one sale. Like I didn't even, I wasn't even like, I need this book. It was like I was getting two books for one credit and I just had to pick a second book and it was in there. So It was so good. And if you want a physical copy, I really love the app thrift book because I like buying used and it's cheaper and reduce, use, recycle, you know, so yeah. buy secondhand. Um, the next thing I have on here is Equilibrium, um, starring Christian Bale and... Is that the one where they have sex through um, not physical touch, like VR headsets? I don't know that's... Oh. A different movie. But I mean that movie's on my list, but it's a different movie. Oh, okay. Um so this one is it's basically another version of Fahrenheit four five one. These people are in the future, but these guys are cops. They find people that are hoarding art. So instead of books, it's art paintings. Um and then they burn all the paintings. Um but he he's a cop, so he's in charge of tracking people down. Then his what is it? Partner. His partner starts. So they basically have to take a medicine every day. The entire world has to take this medicine that suppresses all of your emotions. Um, so his wife stops taking it. You find out later in the movie. Um, but his partner stops taking it. And he's like the person that he respects most in the world. And then he has to kill his partner. Which sends him on a downward spiral. But super good. Same idea about not letting the populace make their own decisions and everything is, you know, you can't have any type of emotions, whatever. And I feel like, not to be rude, but some censorship kind of does that. It takes away all of your emotions. Um, the another thing I have on here is Shimonetta. We did a whole episode on that one. Ooh, go back and um, listen to Shimonetta. Super good. Go back and listen to that one. Watch the anime. It just kind of talks about how, you know, you can screw up a population if you decide to take... Not let them have certain things in their their lives, I guess. And then the very last one I had was that just popped into my head as I was doing my work, my research was Demolition Man, and that's the one that you had talked about. Oh, okay. I never really watched that one. I've just seen that scene. Yeah. So starring Sandra Bullock and Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes. But yeah. I don't know what this movie is, and it probably has nothing to do with anything. But it's I've been thinking about it. What's the one with? Arnold Schwarzenegger and he's married to Jamie Lee Curtis. True Lies. Okay. I don't know what that show's about, but I don't know. I thought it was just popping in my head. He's like a... He's a cop or something and he makes like his wife FBI do striptease and... Wife doesn't know or something. I can't yeah. remember. It's been a long time since I've seen it. But yeah. She's got a nice butt in that movie. Yes. Um, But yeah, Demolition Man. Um, Sylvester Stallone was a cop in the past. Ends up, like, catching the bad guy who is Wesley Snipes, but he breaks a lot of stuff and he ends up going to prison for it. Wesley Snipes go to prison. Basically, they freeze him, and then Wesley Snipes gets released in the future, and they're like, we can't stop this guy, because in the future, everybody's cream puffs because they're like, we've never had a murder. 
We've never seen a murder. Murders don't exist anymore because the whole world is just like, if you swear you have to pay a fine, if like, yeah, like you said, they can't have sex. They have to put on like headsets that they're called like mind melding, whatever. So you like, you share emotions instead of like sharing a, a physical moment. Um, but then nobody can do this. So they bring back Sylvester Stallone and he's like, this future sucks. And then he gets a ticket for saying sucks and stuff. It's a good movie, um, but it's just kind of like these kind of go. I'm not saying that that's going to happen. I don't think our world's ever going to get to a point where certain things are completely outlawed. Like I, to be honest, I appreciated censorship as a kid because I'd watch TV. They had R-rated movies that my parents were fine with me watching because they were censored, and. I'm not saying, like, I'm not going to let my kids watch any R-rated movies, but I'm like, there's certain R-rated movies that I'm not going to watch. I'll probably adopt a tactic that my parents used for me, but for PG-13, where my mom's like, I want to watch it before I let you watch it. So I'm like, I'm not just going to let my kids watch something, because we were watching what Due Date with your siblings, and there's a scene where Zach Galifianakis is beaten off in a car, and I'm not going to explain that to a 10-year-old. It doesn't show it. It doesn't show it. It just has the sounds and he's just pounding off. Um, but I don't need to explain that to a kid because I'm laughing and they're like, what's so funny? And I'm like, I, I'm not telling you what is so funny. That's just a joke that I'm going to get and you won't for a long time. But by that point, you won't remember this. Um, it is weird to think about that we don't have everything streaming now. So it's not on TV, it's on, so we get a warning, hey, this is yeah, got X, Y, and Z in it, but we don't have TV censorship anymore. And I was going to bring up, do you remember like the Angel Box or the Vid Box? I can't yeah. remember what it's called. Mm-hmm. My friend had one of those and I hated it because it completely like, it made the movie like stupid nonsense. Yeah. Didn't even make sense because I was watching, we watched uh, John Tucker Must Die. And, um, the one girl's like, I couldn't even, and then it just goes silent. And then a, like a box with text pops up on the screen and it says, enjoy the makeup hugs after. (laughs) And then she just went, oh gosh, I'm such a dummy or gosh, I'm such a dummy. Like it said that. Oh man. And it took me years, absolute years. Cause that. Junior high me is like, the makeup what? The makeup what? It took me years to be like, oh, she had makeup sex. And then she called herself a slut. But saying that was too much. I It just yeah. made the movie stupid nonsense. No, I did not enjoy uh, the angel box. I think they got sued. Vid angel? Vid yeah. angel? Something. Yeah, I think they got sued. But yeah, it's like... That's why I liked the TV censorship. Because it didn't really take away. They just kind of like changed a word or two you know and i'd I'd get to watch it as like a 13 year old kid and i'm my parents are like okay whatever that's fine it's on tv um i know youtube does it because there's certain times where i've been watching a movie and it'll say like tv 14 and so i'm like oh because t because they have their tv channels you know that you can do youtube tv you can get movies but it's from like the channels so it's like a, this movie from TNT, and so it's like censored or whatever. I don't even know what channels exist anymore. We haven't had TV for so long. We have Pluto TV, and I wonder if there'd be some sort of censors, censorship there, but I'm not. 
Well, I yeah. only watch movies and Mystery Science Theater 3000 on that thing. So. Yeah, it's like, because I, I, I know there's some movies on there that are censored, but then there's some movies that I was watching and it was like showing boobs and and stuff. And I was like, holy crap. I but didn't... was it a TV, like on one of the channels or was it one of the movies? It was on one of the channels. Oh. And so, well, there was two because one of them was a Godzilla movie and I'm just like watching it and then all of a sudden this girl's titties are out and I'm like, did they have this in Godzilla? But then it goes back to like maybe it's just because America's are prudes when it comes to boobs. And but I guess Japan's got censored porn, so I don't, I don't know. It's it's a whole. I don't yeah. know, but yeah. So, anyways, I think we've talked your ears off. I think we beat this horse dead. But yeah, it's like I I appreciate their censorship in certain times, but at the same time, I feel like it shouldn't be forced. That's my final thought. Is it shouldn't be forced? It shouldn't be forced. You shouldn't have, like, if I want to express my opinion on this podcast, I shouldn't have somebody coming up being like, well, you can't say that. It's like, I probably should have started. I mean, I guess we did start off. I said a lot of this is going to be opinion. So, you know, that was my me being safe. If somebody gets offended by this, that's too bad. I, I told you this is my opinion. This isn't fact. So, yeah, well, we'll see if this uh, gets, I mean, I can't say demonetized. I don't really have, I have one sponsor and I don't think they're going to go anywhere. <laughs> and yeah. uh, But we'll see if this gets taken down or strike or if I blow up one day and get super famous, we'll see if this one causes controversy Yeah. eventually. But until <laughs> then, I've been Amanda. I've been Brady. We can't wait to talk to you next time. And we love you.